to Living Black Podcast with your hosts, Nayla and Ari, and a guest co-host of uh, Dylan. And today's topic, we're going to be talking about the LGBTQ community and basically its effects within the people of color community. So first off, before we begin, um, I want to say happy Pride Month. And Dylan, do you want to introduce yourself? Um, yes, my name is Dylan. Um, I know Ari and Nyla. I've known them for a, a good amount of time now. I've known Ari a lot longer, um, but I've known them for a while now. And um, yes, I am bisexual. So uh, happy Pride Month to everybody. Um, but yeah. Yes, and we're glad to have you here for today's episode to have a better view on the LGBT community. So first up, for the first topic we're going to talk about is homophobia. Um, the question that we're going to look at is, what do we each think about homophobia? And where does homophobia originate from? I guess I can go ahead and start. So basically, I think that homophobia is like, basically, a, well, I know it's like a person judging another person because of their thoughts or how they view things. And I think it's like wrong because you don't need to judge people. Like there's no need for judging people on their thoughts and beliefs beliefs because everyone has their own thoughts and beliefs. So everyone should just accept everyone for who they are and their beliefs and their thoughts and all of that. And I think it mainly originated from people just, I guess, wanting to judge people and not being respectful of what others believe in. Yeah. I agree with that. And another thing that I have about homophobia is that it's more of like people that agree with homophobia. They're the type of people that don't understand that everyone is um, their own person. And there's a thing called individuality. Everybody is their own person. You could be whoever you want in this world, as long as it doesn't violate any rules, hopefully. And to me, homophobia is honestly a stupid thing, and people need to get over it because there's also people out there that believe in homophobia but are literally hypocrites to the whole entire topic or definition of homophobia. And homophobia itself, it originates from just how Nayla said, it starts from people that believe in judging other people for what they believe in and what they want to do. So that's my opinion on it. Yeah, um, I completely agree. Um, you know, I think most of the people that are homophobic nowadays um, really look back years and years ago. I'm talking like maybe 20, 30, 40 years um, to like their childhood and like how um, being gay or being bisexual or being in the LGBTQ plus community um, was back then. I think that, you know, that really shaped them to see how their opinion was on it today. And, you know, I think, you know, while I understand that's like their opinion, everybody's entitled to their own opinion. It's like, you know, there's a, a there's a growing, um, there's a growing uh, fight for, you know, just ending homophobia. And, you know, it's not a good thing, as we all know. Um and it's probably not something that's just going to, you know, go away with a snap of a finger. 
um, it's going to take time and, you know, it's a, it's a global issue. And, you know, here in the United States, um, you know, it's, it's a big issue, but, you know, compared to other countries, um, it, it really has a big effect on, um, on the community. Yeah, I agree. And as a question itself, um, how can LGBTQ allies steer clear of this um, homophobia? Okay, I'll just start. <laughs> um, so LGBTQ allies, they can steer clear of homophobia itself by maybe like being open to learning about the history of the LGBTQ community itself and also being respective of everyone that is within the community and everyone else that isn't even in the community or is maybe an ally because like I said earlier, everybody is their own person and you can't really hate on other people for being themselves and shining, you know? Yes, I agree with you. And to add on to that, um, to steer clear of being, like how the allies can steer clear of being homophobic, I think they could, basically they could um, encourage and, yeah, basically I'm, what I'm trying to say is like they could encourage the, the, the friend or whoever in LGBTQ community, like encourage them and let them know that they're like in this together and that even when they're being judged by other people, like they'll still have that friend and basically just help them to know that they are cared for and they are just as important as anyone else. Agreed. Um, I think that, you know, part of it has, you have to be supportive in some kind of way, um, you know, whether that's physically, emotionally, or, you know, just kind of mentally being there with the person, if you get what I mean, kind of. Um, but I, I definitely think that plays a part into it. And, you know, education is a big thing. And I think people that really are not educated about it should probably get educated before, you know, they start talking about it because, you know, something could come out that is completely false or could start something, you know, that really isn't needed. And, um, you know, I really think it's important to get educated, not only on the history, but the importance of it and, you know, everything behind it. Um, but yeah. I agree. It's always important to do your research and looking into history as well. So the next question that I have is, what is, well, what was your experience on coming out to people you know? And if you aren't a part of the LGBTQ community, has there been anybody else that has come out to you? And what was your response to it? Um, so I guess I'll start. Um, so I came out to my friends um, maybe in July of 2020. Um, it's almost been an entire year. Um, and I, I told my closest friends, you know, that I was bisexual, but, you know, preferably in the guys. So, you know, take that however you will. Um, but, you know, I, I really think that they took it well, you know, there was really nobody against it, but, you know, there's just sometimes where like people already know. And I guess in my case, people 
you know, already knew. So, you know, I was kind of expecting that as I was planning to come out, but they were very supportive and, you know, I, I couldn't have asked for better friends. Um, but yeah, it's always good to have, uh, friends. Yeah, I agree. Um, so I haven't, um, like experienced anybody else coming out to me yet, but myself as a person, I'm bisexual actually. And the thing is that when it comes to just coming out, like to me personally, I don't feel like it's really necessary for me to do that because I'm not here for everybody's commentary, opinions, questions. No, <laughs> I'd rather keep it to myself. And personally, um, it's not really something that I find too important or anything that I need congratulations or big notes about. But I have told a couple of friends and a couple of other people that I know that I am bisexual and it seems like everybody has understood. So that's, that's that. Um, Nayla, do you have anything to add? Um, I'm not a part of the LGBTQ plus community, but my friend is, and she did come out to me, not, not like telling me, but she did come out on social media. And I just wanted to, I just wanted to let her know that I would support her. So, you know, I sent her a little text after she posted it and just said I would be supportive. And I don't think she ever got any hate, which was good. So, yeah. That's what we're talking about. We need that more often. Yes. Period. Mm-hmm. So moving on to one of the last big questions is, well, well, moving on to one of the last big questions. So this question is going to be about the LGBT community and its effect on people of color. So why is the LGBTQ community such a big topic or combo starter for the people of color community? And why do some POC push homophobia or not agreeing with the LGBTQ community away. I'll go first for this one. So when it comes to the LGBTQ community and people of color, it's kind of a big topic because, I don't know, I think for people of color, originally the LGBTQ community is kind of like a thing that Caucasians would do originally and then along the way it started to become not a trend but it it started to become more popular along the time and people of color started participating and being a part of the LGBTQ community as well so it's more of like a stereotype thing but also something that our ancestors probably wouldn't have agreed with and with the effects of slavery and everything it's kind of like it's a weird basis, you know, and when it comes to people of color pushing away their homophobia or not agreeing with the LGBTQ community, that's also a big topic as well. And it's kind of like they don't agree with the LGBTQ community and it's just because of their stereotypes and it's a lot to that type of topic to unpack, but truly to me, I think it has to come with stereotypes and just people's opinions about it. I definitely agree. And I also think that people of color weren't as introduced to the topic and thought of the LGBTQ community as much as Caucasians and other maybe other races were. And I think that people may have also been nervous to be a part of that community or talk about it because they're already judged for their color and how they look. 
So that's just like another thing to add on. And I think that homophobia or not agreeing with the LGBT community is big in the people of color um, part, like community, because people of color, well, I'm not going to say everyone, but a majority of people of color are very religious. And we all know religion has a big play in the LGBTQ community. And so that's just what I believe on that part of the topic. Yeah, I I completely agree with you too. Um, I think that religion kind of plays into it um, with a big part, you know, especially with um, heavy believers in in God and you know a lot of um, heavy Christians. You know, they see being involved in any way in the LGBTQ as somehow um, quote unquote a sin or you know just just kind of being involved in it is not right in some type of way. And, you know, I don't know if it's some type of um, family thing or if it's just maybe how some people are raised that, you know, they are kind of taught not to be this way or not to be, um, you know, in their own way. Um, If you kind of get what I'm saying, But yeah, that's, you know, I completely agree with both of you. I think it's somewhat of a stereotype, um, but but, uh, yeah. Yeah, I agree. It has to do with religion as well. I kind of forgot about that part because when it comes to Christianity, it's kind of like there's a lot of people out there that are truly homophobic. They don't want to like address it because they think that being in the LGBTQ community is a sin just because of who you want to love or who you truly want to be. And it might not fit in with their expectations, but truly nowhere in the Bible, I'm very quite sure it does not say anything about that. And them hating on you is the actual sin. So that's, that, that's just to get that straight. Does anybody have anything else to add before we move on? And the Bible, I'm not going to go too much into Christianity, but the Bible also says to not judge people and that's what most Christians do, so. So true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think that most of the time, uh, I, like, I'm I'm not going to bash anybody for their religion either. But, you know, most of the time, they're found to be hypocritical because they see a certain topic one way, and then they don't realize another topic is, you know, like, kind of contradicting that or, you know, somehow kind of, getting involved with that. So I, I think a lot of people fail to real uh, uh, realize how hypocritical they're being. But um, yeah, it's just today's world, I guess. Mm-hmm. I agree. So our ending question for today is, what can our listeners do to combat these topics that we discussed today, primarily homophobia, and just being kind to the LGBTQ community in total? Um, so I guess I'll start. Um, so what the li- what the list uh, excuse me what the listeners can do um, is just try to educate yourself as much as possible, whether that's the history or if it's you know like the significance of the community or if it's some just some type of involvement with the community. Make sure that you're always doing your own research. Um, on it and you're always staying up to date. Um, You know, I I always do my research, whether it's politically related or 
somehow just related in the world, I guess. Um, but, you know, in case you encounter one of those situations with, let's say, a homophobic, uh, homophobic person, for example, you're there to educate them and set the facts straight and, you know, you know, you're um, setting the record straight. But um, I think that educating yourself is probably the most important way you can combat it. Um, but Ari and Nyla, you can feel free to add on to that. So, Nelly, you can go first. Okay. I definitely agree with what you said. And also to add on, kind of, another way they can is to just show support and, like, comfort them and, comfort them and know that you're, like, supportive of their decisions. And, yeah, that's basically what I have to say. So, going with what Dylan and Nayla just said, I agree with both of their perspectives entirely. And when it comes to just um, being around LGBTQ people, you should be respectful of them. And maybe if you don't agree with um, what they support or what they love to do or their role within the LGBTQ community, then don't address it, but love them for who they are. And don't hate on them for that because... When you hate on somebody for being them, it's kind of like it makes them limited to what they're able to do. And it makes them question how today's society is, which is totally OK, because there's a lot of people out there that do that type of things. And another thing is that don't refer to the Bible when we're talking about LGBTQ people, because the Bible has nothing to do with. A LGBTQ person's perspective or how they live their life. As long as you're being respective and you aren't judging people, really, there should be no problem. That's just my word on it. Does anybody have any last final words to say before we end off this episode? I just want to add and say, make sure y'all support and love everyone just for who they are and don't judge people because you never know what people are going through and there's no reason to be judging people in the first place. Period. And I just wanted to add on um, really quick and say, don't be afraid to speak out against any homophobia or anything that may go on locally, nation or, or globally. Um, you know, like I said earlier in the episode, it's a global issue and, you know, we have to speak up against it because if we don't or if nobody else does, then the issue will never go away. And, um, yeah, that's that's all I have to say. I know that we um, talked about some sensitive topics, you know, uh, today. A lot of people find the topics controversial and stuff, but, um, yeah. I agree. And... Before we end off this episode, just like Dylan said, be respectful of everyone and always be a comfort towards any LGBTQ people you're familiar with or you know of. So as we're ending off this episode, make sure you guys subscribe to our YouTube channel if that's where you found us from and make sure you follow us on Spotify if you're from Spotify. And if you have Instagram, make sure you follow us on Instagram at living.black underscore podcast. All of it's lowercase. So as we're ending off today's episode, I just want to say thank you all for listening and tuning in.
I just want to say thanks to Dylan for joining us and showing his perspective and opinions on the LGBTQ community. We enjoyed having you and your input. Yeah, thanks for having me. I was, I was glad to be here and able to contribute in some way. And hopefully everybody listening um, enjoyed the episode. Yes. Thank you all for tuning in. And thank you, Dylan, for being a co-host. And we're out for today. Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye. <laughs>